Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us for this week's Called to Care segment. We have a special guest with us, uh, Mr. Will Edwards, pharmacist extraordinaire from SIDS Pharmacy in Pullman and Northwest Pharmacy in uh, Potlatch, Idaho. Uh, Mr. Edwards, we thank you for joining us. And Pastor Corey, it's good to be with you. Uh, let me turn it over to you for a minute and you can talk about why we've got Will here on the show with us. Well, it probably goes without saying if you live in this uh, area, why we've got Will here. But uh, as you mentioned, he's he uh, owns and operates two pharmacies in our area. And he, he knows a lot about what's going on with uh, COVID-19 vaccines. And we thought it would be good to have him on and do a brief interview and get some information uh, straight from the man who knows uh, knows what's going on and is part of all of this. So, so we hope this is informative for folks out there and feel free to share it. And, and hopefully maybe it'll save Will some time because he's a busy man, uh, maybe answering a lot of questions. But uh, Will, how are you doing today? So far, so good. Uh, it's 11 o'clock and I've had a few cups of coffee. So uh, rocking it right now. Oh, good. And probably back and forth from one place to another. Uh, again, thank you for doing this. Um, yeah. So can we fire some questions at you and see what you got? Uh, Tim, you want to lead Absolutely. off? Uh, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll just start with a, a big, I like my questions to be stories that then turn into a question. So you got to just bear with me. We'll get through it in the end. Uh, but so uh, a lot of people have had questions uh, about the science behind uh, the COVID-19 vaccine and the rapid turnaround uh, when other vaccines have taken much longer to develop. Um, I'm sure you've heard that out and about as you've talked to people. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about the science, a little bit about the process of vaccine development and how does that all relate to safety? Big sure. question to get started. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, let's just go right for the meat of the problem. All right. right, so you're talking about Operation, I believe, Warp Speed. Is that kind of what yeah. I'm hearing? Yes. Okay, so when they, when a company decides to make a vaccine, uh, uh, they, it takes a certain amount of cash and time and process. So what happens in a normal tradition is a company has a bunch of money and they've developed a product and then they have to test it. And the testing takes a while, uh, and that's when they do what they call phase one trials, and that's when they kind of test it and see if it's safe. As they're doing that, they're gathering up more money for phase two, phase three, phase four. These processes are they're, sometimes the rate limiting step. Rate limiting step is just cash, and what the government did is they alleviated that step and dumped a whole bunch of cash into these companies to do these trials concurrently or adjacent. So we're still doing the same amount of trials just in a way shorter time because these companies have the governmental cash that they infuse mm -hmm. to get these trials done. Um, and so warp speed doesn't mean that they cut any corners. That's not what they're meaning. Uh, they still have all the reporting, all the science is still there. It's just the trials were stacked on um, each other versus drawn out. Okay. So that's why, uh, that's why it was done. Uh, to be honest, I've been vaccinated. I would vaccinate my kids if it was indicated. Uh, it's a very safe process and vaccines are 
the most uh, research scrutinized medicines um, that the U.S. has. Um, so they are under always, always under uh, a microscope. So uh, cool. as far as the science. That answered uh, my next question. That's good uh, about safety. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I interrupted. Well, go, 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 go. Um, the science of it. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, but th this is a vaccine that we've never seen before. There's the science. Uh, typically, what is done in the past is uh, they grow the virus like a flu, grab that flu, they uh, grow a whole bunch of it, they scramble it up so it's no longer a viable virus, it's just pieces. Um, and then they uh, inject those pieces into your body. And then your body looks at those pieces and mounts the immune response. That's what we've done in the past. This one with the mRNA is a little different. This is new technology for a virus, for, an in, uh, for a vaccine, but old technology for many other drugs that we use. Hmm. So we've used this before, uh, just not in this setting. And what it does is rather than injecting a whole bunch of virus particles, we inject the mRNA, which then programs your body to elicit the immune response. So rather than your body eliciting its own response towards the virus, we're programming your body to elicit the immune response. So cool. a little different, but uh, we've used this technology before. So, so Will, with the um, with the the two major ones that are out, right? You can give two right now. Is that is that right? In the U.S., yeah, we have two vaccines: Moderna and, and, and Pfizer. And they both require two doses. What what's up with the two doses? I've heard some people asking about that. Sure. So, some viruses or some I'm sorry, some vaccines we have one dose, like a chickenpox vaccine for adults. It's one dose. <laughs> Uh, other ones, we have two to three. And it's just that we're just giving your body a little better um, look at it. And you, as we give more doses, we get better immune responses. So it's one dose, yeah, we may get 50, 60%, but two doses, we gal get 95% plus. So that second dose is, is real important just to make sure that the body is well aware of what we're doing. Okay, cool. Cool. Tim? Um, yeah. So, well, so what um, you, you said that you've received the vaccination yourself, and I know many others in our community have already, but what can people expect after they receive the COVID-19 vaccine? What, what's a typical, I guess what's what are there any um, side effects that are typical? What would what would be something that they could expect? Sure. Uh, to be honest with you, the lion's share of what I'm seeing is most people don't even realize that they got it. Good. Uh, the second thing that I've seen, which is uh, is common, is a sore arm. Uh, kind of, I would liken it to a, a tetanus shot. The same side effect profile as a tetanus shot, just a really good sore arm. Uh, but also you can have, uh, like any vaccines, you can have a sore arm and then you can also uh, activate the immune system with a mild fever and body aches. It's not that you're getting COVID, it's just uh, your body is mounting a very good immune response for that. And uh, to do that, you get feverish, chills, body aches. And uh, those are not common, but uh, I have seen them. Uh, other than that, I have not seen anything else uh, 
than those two main side effects at all. Cool. So as people are thinking about getting this, you know, what's a big picture? Why is this important? What is, I've heard, herd immunity? Uh, and, and does that matter in this case? What, what would you say about that? Does it matter if people say, well, I'm healthy or uh, I don't, I'm not afraid of COVID? What, what's the big picture here? Can you give us your view on that? Sure. So everybody has the right to get vaccinated or not. And mm -hmm. uh, we don't try to pressure anybody to get the vaccine. Uh, but uh, herd immunity is when you have a certain, uh, a large number of population that is either uh, has natural immunity, meaning they get the vaccine, uh, the illness themselves, COVID, or we get vaccinated. And you have a whole bunch of people that get that, um, that herd immunity or that immune response that uh, it outweighs the amount of people who don't. So the herd globally is, is vaccinated or has that immune response. Um, that's what we're shooting for because as we look at the data and the science, uh, the people that are most vulnerable are, are uh, people who are elderly and have concurrent uh, uh, disease states like diabetes, obesity, hypertension. Those people are most vulnerable. And if you look at the numbers, those are the people that we need to protect. Those are definitely that, that population. Those are the people who are hospitalized uh, the majority of the time. So we're really trying to protect them. And that's why, if you look at Washington, the first people, the, one of the first groups we have uh, vaccinated were people elderly in the assisted living facilities, because those are the ones that we need to protect. And so uh, after that, we start just scaling it back to the next most vulnerable population and so on and so forth till we get everyone vaccinated. But uh, that's why we do it is to really protect uh, the most vulnerable most people will survive COVID and that's what we see. But uh, it's sometimes it's, it's not only about what I can do to protect myself, it's what can I do to protect somebody else as well. Mm -hmm. So granny, mm -hmm. grandma, grandpa, it's not about just me, it's also my, my village. Mm -hmm. That's good, that's good. Um, so let's talk about the rollout and locally, you know, what do people need to know about uh, getting the vaccine, finding it. I know we're, there's different categories that 1A was first, right? And then 1B and, and there's some confusion and there's people wondering, how do I get this? And am I qualified? Can you just tell us your best straightforward advice for what should people do to, to find out how to get it, how they're qualified? Um, sure. what's, your, what's your answers for all that? Sure, so if you live in Washington, the best thing you could do is go to www.findyourphasewa org and that is the phase finder that we're talking about if you go into that website you can kind of see where you fall into what category and um, but it won't tell you when you're able to get your vaccine uh, that when you get your vaccine de de completely depends on how well Washington State does to get each category vaccinated each mm -hmm. group so we here in Whitman County we've been knocking out of the park uh, we have almost all of 1A done, completed second shot, ready to go. Uh, wow. Now Whitman County is working on uh, uh, the next phase, which is our 65 and older group and people who are over 50 in a multi-generational house. Uh, we are diligently working on that group. Um, and when we get done with that group is 
is a good question. It depends on supply and it depends on uh, basically supply. And that's, that's the next factor. We just don't know. Hmm. Uh, if you're in Idaho, the best place is uh, right now, Idaho is the same group as Washington, 65 and older. Uh, you want to uh, probably, I'm trying to remember the website. If I'm sure we can find it later and you can put it on your uh your website but essentially there are three people that are signed up to give in Latok county the covid vaccine and that's uh ritman hospital Chaz, and northwest pharmacy and right now you the, the best way is just to call one of those entities maybe all three and get on a list and then eventually they'll get to you and that's for your idaho resident okay. so i've had a question with some folks who say i'm a washington resident but my doctor's in idaho uh, does that matter? What, what, what do you say to that question? As of right now today, and this answer, the D Department of Health constantly changes their answers. Okay. Uh, so as of right here, right today, that is okay. That could change because um, vaccines not, uh, we're not getting a vaccine left and right. We're not swimming in it. We're using it as fast as we can. And Whitman County gets vaccine from Department of Health in Washington for Whitman County. Latah County gets vaccine for Latah County and for the county. So as of right now, you can cross if your doctor's in, uh, if you have something to do with Washington or you have something to do with Idaho for right now. So jump all over it while you can. Okay. So it sounds like the key thing is to call one of the places that has it. Uh, you mentioned three places have in Latah uh, and then get on a list. Are there places they should call if they're in Whitman County. Um. Yeah, so uh, right now, as of this morning at seven o'clock, uh, we are trying to get a call center up and going at SCL Center, but we're not there yet. That phone okay. number is not posted. We're still in the works, the, the, the testing phase of getting that. That in, a, in at the end of the day will probably be the most ideal situation to get your vaccine because every weekend, um, a group of us come together and we vaccinate hundreds of people on Saturdays and or Sundays. And we do mass vaccination clinics to the tune of 500 to hope uh, 500 to 660 right now. We're hoping to ramp that up even more. Uh, but that is going to be the most efficient way to get in somewhere. Okay. So we will publish that number uh, when, when we and hear hopefully it. That, yeah. Hopefully that will be. Okay, that's that's yeah, good news. As of right now, we're not there yet. Uh, they're trying to figure. Yeah. Cool. Well, you let us know developments on that, and if we can get the word out locally or be part of getting the word out, that'd be uh, great. Um, sounds like you're pretty busy uh, putting shots in arms, huh? Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a almost a full time job. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, you have uh, any last questions for Mr. Edward, Dr. Edwards here? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess just one one final question. Um, if people, um, you know, part of why we did this was to help people alleviate concerns and and help them get some answers uh, to questions that they've had. But if they if they still have questions about the vaccination or whether it's right for them and they should get it, where where should they go to get those kinds of questions answered? So. Uh... The, the easiest and first spot is uh, each vaccine has what they call an EUA, emergency use 
administration. I can't remember what it is exactly. But, uh, and that will be a, uh, a document that has a lot of answers. And if Pfizer has one and uh, have a, that is something that can answer a lot of questions. But if you're still having concerns, it's pretty tough to um, get a hold of your healthcare provider because it's it just everyone's inundated right now. And, and we will eventually get to you. It's just, it's, it's not like the flu. It's just, uh, there's a lot more logistics to it. And there's a lot of concern out there and we want to take care of everyone, but it's, it's going to take, so uh, I wouldn't go to uh, Google and start surfing and looking for side effects profiles. Uh, Google is sometimes not the best to get good, adequate med, uh, medicine uh, in, information about medicine. You really want to talk to your healthcare provider and they're going to give you a, a true, honest answer. Uh, but uh, the EUA on, on the websites, and I can get you guys those websites, those PDFs, and they're a good source as well. Great. Cool. Yeah, we can, we can post those links. Uh, cool. That's a good question. I, I don't have any other questions. I, I think unless there's anything at all you want to share with us, Will, that would be helpful for people to know. Um, this is a marathon. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a while before everyone gets vaccinated. So just have faith that if you want one, you'll get one. Absolutely. Everyone's, uh, wants to get this done with and over with, but it is, it is going to be a marathon. So we're talking months, not weeks, uh, in, in our area, even though you're, you know, 500, 600 a weekend, that still takes a long time to get tens of thousands of people in Whitman County vaccinated. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that, that's still encouraging news. I think, you know, we're oh, a yeah. year out from this hitting our, hitting our part of the world and we're, we've got a vaccine and we're vaccinating people. That's, that's great news, right? Yeah. So. What I can tell you is that Whitman County right now is if they get vaccine, any vaccine that they get um, for the, the primer dose, that first dose is, uh, is in the arm within a week. So uh, uh, we are, everything that we get, it gets into an arm. And I think right now, uh, I have not heard of any wasted dose that Whitman County's had. Uh, so that, that's, that's very encouraging. We're uh, doing very well here in Whitman County. And Latah County, we are, as far as I can tell, we're doing, they're doing very well as well. Just, it's gonna take time. Awesome. Well, we appreciate all you are doing and the rest of the folks out there that are part of this um, this movement, really, of delivering it and um, for our health and for the health of those who are at risk. Um, yeah, we just really appreciate you, Will, and uh, thank you for taking time to, to come into our podcast. Tim, you got any closing questions or thoughts for Will? No, I, w I was going to do what you just did, which was say thank you uh, and to Will and, and to the others like him and uh, express our appreciation for their uh, extra time and effort and dedication to uh, making sure that we can be as safe as possible in our communities and that we can uh, hopefully kick COVID to the curb uh, <laughs> here pretty soon. Um, just that we really appreciate it. And we thank you for coming on the podcast and being um, honest and sharing your qualified medical opinion about, uh, about the vaccine and how it's interacting in our community. And uh, yeah, so thanks for all you do, Will. We appreciate it. Anyway, uh, you guys are more than welcome. 
Cool. All right. Well, we'll sign off then, I think. So uh, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey and our special guest, uh, pharmacist Will Edwards, uh, coming to you from our Zoom studios here in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. And we hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time.